Perspective for Parents presents the Procrastination Posse. In this episode, Break Time Betty. Break Time Betty. Oh, Betty. What a sweet, kind, generous, and persuasive woman. Break Time Betty loves to convince us that we deserve a break. She loves that D word. That word being deserve. When someone reminds us of something we need to do, or when we ourselves think about something that we don't want to do, or while we're in the process of doing the thing that we don't want to do, that's when Break Time Betty shows up to promote procrastination in the sweetest of ways. I think we all know Break Time Betty, don't we? Did you just get home from school or work and remember that you should do that thing? Yeah, that's when Betty shuffles in and kindly reminds us just how hard we have worked and then lovingly proposes that we pause, pause and relax, sit down, or maybe even lay down, you know, take a load off. But break time Betty doesn't stop there with her attentive advice. Nope. When she sees that you are in agreement, that you deserve to have your mind unwind a bit, that's when she takes her gracious game to another level. Break time, Betty. Sweet Betty. She is always prepared to get you oh so cozy and content. To provide the most enjoyable of breaks. Break time, Betty has all your favorite relaxation go-tos. Depending on the person, she may offer you a cookie, maybe some tea. But Betty isn't limited to just delicious desserts and drinks. No, no, no. Break Time Betty has a plethora of pause options. A buffet of break time opportunities. She may warmly and tenderly hand you the TV remote, give you your laptop so you can watch some YouTube videos. She may gently place your Xbox controller in your hand, or she may even offer you a smoke, a beer, a cocktail. Most people don't know this, but Betty is actually the person who coined the term, it's five o'clock somewhere. She may even extend the softest hand-knit quilt you have ever laid your hands on. One of Betty's favorite moves is to recommend a nap with a side of Netflix. Yeah, she loves that combo platter because she knows how many of us love that combo platter. Oh yeah, here's a little interesting tidbit on her relationship with Netflix. Break time Betty is actually the most influential member of the Netflix think tank. Yeah, it's true. And because Betty is such a thoughtful and gracious gal, she created all of those helpful viewing categories that are on Netflix. You know, the ones on the, on the homepage. Yeah, her courteous and attentive nature 
created the categories of continue watching, new releases, trending now, popular on Netflix, the top 10 today, binge-worthy shows, and the my list. Another fun little fact, Break Time Betty was also the mastermind behind creating that little five-second timer thing between shows on Netflix. Bless her heart. Yeah, Betty doesn't want you to have to burn all those calories that it would take to you know, push the button. She definitely doesn't want you to have to wait too long for that next helping of the office. Yeah, my goodness, that woman loves Netflix. Except for that new documentary drama hybrid that explores the dangerous human impact of social media. That film being titled The Social Dilemma, which is talked about in episode 9, season 2 of this podcast. Sorry about that. So let's just say she's not a fan of that particular program. Okay, and here's another fun but mostly unknown fact about Betty. She actually has a PhD in human psychology, which is why she knows that five seconds isn't likely going to be enough time for you to break from your binging. But please, don't let Betty know I shared that with you. She's told me many times it isn't appropriate to disclose that information. In her words, she said, it would be uncouth to boast about her educational background. She is so humble and unassuming. She only wants to be seen as a caregiver, one who is always ready and willing to offer you whatever your go-to pleasure is, be it screens, substances, or sugar. You can always count on Betty to be there with a warm smile and a kind and gentle voice that will remain steadfast in suggesting that you deserve to take a break. So that's a bit about Betty. Now, let's get to know her tricks. To be honest, I almost feel bad talking about such a kind and generous woman in such a negative manner. But if we want to avoid developing bed sores by becoming one with the couch, we need to expose her tricks. All right, so here we go. Break Time Betty's most effective trick is that she uses positivity to encourage procrastination. Many of the other characters of the procrastination posse use negativity to promote procrastination. Not Betty. Not sweet Betty. Her suggestions, her explanations are compelling because she knows that we are taught to believe that breaks are good for us. And she's right. Sort of. One of her tricks is that she convinces us that all breaks, whatever the break time behavior is, or how frequent they are, or how long they are, all fall underneath the umbrella of self-care. Break time Betty loves using self-care as a justification for breaks that are actually periods of procrastination. On to another trick. She knows that if she can get you relaxed enough or super engaged in something that you find pleasurable, she knows that you will lose track of time and that it will be somewhere between difficult to impossible 
to pull yourself away from your break time behavior and start the task you need to start or continue to work on that project or finish the job you set out to complete. I hear you. This is one persuasive lady. But fear not. It is possible to outsmart this brilliant woman who has a PhD in human psychology. And here's how you do it. For starters, don't disagree with this sweet woman. Because she's right. We do need breaks. Dare I say, deserve them at times. The best tactic to employ with Betty is something called agreement with a twist. One way to do this is something I like to describe as making the break a dessert. Let me explain with an example. All right, so imagine you just got home. Front door closes, and you remember that you should clean up your room because it's a disaster. This is when Betty strolls in and says, Oh, sweetheart, you deserve a break. You just got home. What's the rush? Please, put your feet up, and let's get you comfy. I just found out that the ten-part sports documentary entitled The Last Dance is now on Netflix. Isn't that absolutely stupendous? Now, sweetheart, I know that you have watched that entire documentary several times already. But that was when it was on ESPN. So I was thinking, maybe there's some new content. You really should watch it again to find out, my dearest Nikki. Yeah, oops, ah. Yeah, that one's not so much of a hypothetical. Full disclosure, that was the move old Betty tried to pull on me over the weekend. Okay, so this one's no longer a hypothetical example. So I'll just share how I responded to break time Betty this past Saturday. So after she said all that, I responded with, Betty, that is so incredibly sweet of you. And I do agree that a break is a good idea. And you are absolutely right in your appraisal. I do love that documentary. And now that you mentioned it, I'm dying to find out if they added any new content. But here's what I decided I am going to do. I have decided that I'm going to clean up the condo first while I still have some energy. But as soon as that is finished, I promise you, Betty, I'll take that break that I so dearly deserve. And remember, Betty, I feel so much better during my break time behaviors when they're not slathered in that thick film of guilt. But I do want you to know I think your recommendation is a good one. In fact, now that I think about it, your thoughtful suggestion will actually motivate me to stay on task and avoid distractions so that I can get to the couch as soon as possible, just as soon as I've finished cleaning this condo. So there you have it. That's the dessert approach. You put the break or you stack several breaks at the end of the day. Bundle the brakes. Now, on to the second technique. A second technique is needed because it isn't always healthy to just use the dessert tactic. Because yeah, 
many of us do need to take more frequent breaks throughout the day. Because yes, Betty, breaks are good for us. Good not only for our mental health, but good for our focus and productivity. So, to avoid the trappings of Betty's all-too-frequent, it's time for a break! What we need to do is schedule the breaks. Decide on and limit the duration of the breaks. And choose wisely when deciding the break time behavior. By scheduling the break, this allows you to reason a bit with Betty and not allow her to prey on your frequent impulses to part from productivity. We need to make our breaks periodic so they don't become spontaneous. Definition of periodic. Occurring or reoccurring at regular intervals. Moving on to the next technique I mentioned. Choose wisely. Choose wisely when deciding the break time behavior. This is absolutely crucial when dealing with Betty. The reason being, all breaks are not created equal. Do not choose a break time behavior that is difficult to come back from. Don't do anything too pleasurable that is likely to suck you into its vortex and lose track of time. I like to call those uh, types of breaks black hole breaks. I call them that because time does not exist in a black hole. And because there's no way for an object to break away from a black hole's gravity once it gets a hold of it, to not allow break time Betty to get the best of us, we must identify and then avoid the things and activities that have a relentless gravitational pull on us. All right, moving on. Onwards and upwards. Let's now get into the ingredients and examples of effective periodic breaks. Basically, Effective periodic breaks are those breaks that you are able to come back from with some level of ease, not things that will suck you in. Those could be, depending on the person, going for a five-minute walk outside, getting a drink of water, stretching, pull-ups, push-ups, getting up and getting a healthy snack. Notice, I said getting up. Make sure all your breaks involve movement. And getting away, physically away from the task. Helpful periodic breaks often include fresh air, movement, healthy snacks, and hydration. Now let's look at the length of those periodic breaks. It's a bit of depends on who you ask, but I say five to ten minutes. But it does really depend on the person. Why I say five to ten minutes? is because through the years working with youth, I have seen that anything over 10 minutes usually turns into an hour real quick. So I would say start with 5 to 10 minutes, give it a shot, then reflect and dissect. You may be asking, how much time should there be between these periodic breaks? Great question. And, I'm sorry to say, It all depends on the person. Some people 
who struggle with starting tasks, as known as task initiation, they often benefit from less frequent periodic breaks. In contrast, people who are decent at coming back to the task and restarting that engine, these people can benefit from taking breaks more frequently. One time-tested, time-management approach is something called the Pomodoro Technique, which uses a 25 minutes on, then you take a five-minute break. Once the five minutes is up, you return to the task. You repeat that 25 on, five off cycle four times, and then you take a 15 to 30-minute break. little promotion here. If you would like to learn more about the Pomodoro Technique, it will be discussed in greater detail in the episode on the Overwhelmed Ogre. All right? A lot of voices going on. I hope I'm not being too annoying. Okay, a little more on effective periodic breaks. They usually come in the form of doing a different general activity. What I mean by that is, if you are taking a break from something that is done on a screen, it might not be helpful to spend your break looking at that same screen or a different screen. I guess we could call that take a break from the screen with a new scene. Additionally, if the task is physically active, it's probably best to take a physically inactive or less active break. If the task you're breaking from is social, yeah, you may want to enjoy a little solitude on your break. You may not want to take a break from reading by reading, from writing by writing, and so on. It's a good idea to mix up the general type of activity so that we can recharge. I hope that makes sense. Think about it. Most people don't take a break from exercising by exercising. Football players during halftime at the Super Bowl, they don't spend that time getting a few games of pickup basketball going. No. Players use halftime to sit down, rest, hydrate, and game plan for the second half. Oh yeah, almost forgot. One more thing. Try not to have any of your break time devices or items within view while you are working on the task at hand. It is so very important to remove the distractions from the room. So many studies show just having those distractions, aka devices in the room, can be highly detrimental to your focus and productivity. So there you have it. I know that was a lot, but I think the amount of time I dedicated to break time Betty is justified. By reason of Betty's brilliance, her abilities, or should I say, the plethora of tricks at her disposal. Tricks that can have such an influential impact on the promotion of procrastination in all of our lives. Up next, come get to know the next member of the Procrastination Posse. Too Tired Tom. (laughs) 